Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm Anu, um, your host, and um, I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC Chat Live discussion, and even if you do, then like, follow, retweet on, yes, that's right, Twitter um, with my handle, The Marketing Anu, um, or join us on LinkedIn, on our LinkedIn group, um, which is just called the PPC Chat Roundup, not the, just PPC Chat Roundup. Um, and if you're into Instagram, check us out on, um, on our handle at PPC Chat underscore Roundup to get quotes and snippets from the previous episodes. So today we are led by um, the very lovely Julie Bicini, um, who has taken us on um, the great topic of testing in the age of automation. Now, anyone who has been in PPC for any amount of time, short or long, um, has definitely noticed that Google, Google especially, but also the other paid media giants, so Facebook, Amazon and the likes, um, are moving to getting us to rely more and more on their automation. So, well, dynamic search ads has been around for quite a while, but also now we've got in terms of ad copy, responsive search ads, hiding keywords in um, the search query reports, merging of match types. So um, we've got had BMM, um, um, that was sunsetted and, and merged into phrase. Um, and yeah, most of us, I feel, reckon just this is just the beginning. Um, we are only in May, April, May. We are in May already. Yeah, May 5th, I believe today it is. Um, so yeah, we're just at the beginning of this. So um, I feel there'll be more come before the end of the year. So um, yeah, we've been we've been talking about testing, especially, which is the bread and butter for any, any good paid search person. We never just um rely on a tactic or have a new see a new tactic and just roll it out it's all about testing and to see how it will affect um, a client's account um so yeah we have you know we're just talking about it and seeing how that has affected you know the scenario for us what we test what how you know how we're doing it and whether it's getting better or worse um i have been on a bit of a work holiday uh for a bit as i've been in between jobs so unfortunately i, I wasn't able to give much um in terms of you know tips and tricks of what i'm doing currently because i'm not doing anything currently but this chat has definitely given me some great tactics to be mindful of when i get back to working in a couple of weeks time which is exciting in fact i got a new laptop that came in today and had all that new laptop smell so um i was quite fun. that was actually quite fun for me but yeah first to recording this so uh, we've got Julie um, welcoming us saying, um, yeah, hello, thank you for joining. Uh, we'll be talking about testing in the age of automation, but first, how are we all doing? Naba is very excited um, for this. She says, beyond excited even, hoping we talk both pre and post-click tests. Andrew Miller also joins us, um, so yeah, saying she's, he's pumped for this topic. Everyone loves, loves testing. Everyone does testing. So everyone always has an opinion on this, which is really great. It really levels the playing field. Um, Julie goes, yeah, we're doing really well despite pollen being out of control here amalia fowler joins us as well saying may the fourth be with you because obviously the chat happened yesterday which was the fourth of may which any star wars fan would know that is yeah you have to call saying the may, may the fourth be with you star wars day yay 
Green Rope also joins us saying that Alexis from DR Hair, excited to hear your thoughts on testing automation. John Kagan also joins us. Um, I'm also, yeah, I, I say it was a very windy day yesterday when we were having a chat live. So that was very interesting. I felt that we were going to get swept up, swept up like um, Wizard of Ostar. And a blanking, um, we all, she was just, she's just lurking because she has an issue with her internet. Sean Ellie also joins us from, um, from Denver. Um, and yeah, just some PSA announcements from Julie saying that this chat is intended for all PPC professionals of all levels. So if you want something to share and if you have anything to even give in terms of even like, you know, follow on, you know, thoughts after the chat has happened, yes, please do participate, it, participate. But if you just want to lurk, that is okay as well. We also have Snaptech Marketing joining us today as well. So Let's get on to enough of the preamble. Let's get on to the questions because there were quite a few very good ones. Um, Julie asks us, um, starts with starting with question one, has your ability to run tests changed in the last 12 months? If so, why do you think that is? Steve Gibson uh, jumps in here saying, with RSAs being forced on us, ad testing has, in my opinion, become a bit of a nonsense these days. Julie Advice replies saying yes and no. We have a lot of interest and enthusiasm for testing, but short campaigns plus automated optimizations make for very muddy data. James Voboda replies to question one saying testing has gone through a hiccup this last year due to COVID, had to change messaging and um, create new ads, ran these uh, against existing creators, COVID creative now winding down. Julie replies as well saying, yes, I'm always testing something. That being said, I have found it more difficult to test things as automation has been encouraged. For example, encouraged in inverted commas, more like enforced, I'd say. Um, for example, ad testing is nearly impossible in Google ads and has been for a while. Robert Brady also replies saying, still testing ad copy regularly when you throw um, in RSA, though it all starts to go to um, crap. Even when an RSA wins, you have no idea why, because the reporting is basically non-existent. And yeah, that's the annoyance of it, because with RSA, you put in different headlines, different variations for headlines, different variations for description. I think you can even put about 15 variations. No, four, four for variations for descriptions, like 15 variations for headline. And Google will test to which one, but it doesn't really give you um, articulate, what I call articulate, um, like reporting data of what actually worked, what mixture worked. Anyway, so um, yeah, and Julie replies to that saying, so true on Google ads, picking a winning ad almost from go, which is maddening. Um, Nava reports, um, replies, I like their asset report. And if you're pinning lines, you can game the system. Still, I agree. They could give us more and potentially ideas for improvements that don't auto apply. Um, Robert replies, have you pinned position three lines specifically? Do you see them get fewer impressions than H1 and H2? Nava replies to that, yes, all caps. <laughs> H3 is where I put stuff I have to include the brands because the brand says so, uh, but I don't actually like or agree with. So yeah, you know, H3 really is something that I don't think is, is, is seen that much. And, and it's something that Amalia um, um, attests to later on. Nava then gives her response to question one, saying, I test the following regularly, as in one major test per quarter, creative, ads and landing pages. Two, keyword um, champions, picking a different variant or idea entirely. Three, bidding strategies. If the client objective has changed, we'll factor that in. 
Um, and she continues with that, saying, um, yeah, lack of search term info stunts some tests. I'm less likely to use DSA as a starting campaign um, type, and I'm more prone to use proven keyword concepts. I will be interested to see what um, Hoffman 8, that's Amy Bishop even, um, theory around display placements comes to pass will limit tests. And Amalia replies to this, I'm like, nice cheerleading of each other here, saying that I read your tweets in PPC chats. I read your tweets in PPC chats, and I'm always over here thinking to myself, or saying out loud as I did today, Nava is such a boss. <laughs> yeah, Nava gives some amazing, very hopeful tips as well, I must say. And then we have John Kagan replying to question one saying, yes, extensively, but none are earth shattering. It is mainly just these small one offs that I've wanted to do for long times. Um, Andrew Miller replies saying, yes, but with less visibility into what actually works. So RSAs, for example, and less control, finding ourselves having to trust the back black boxes more, not always easy. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, SnapTech Marketing replying saying, yes, with the shifts in automation and the lack of visibility in search terms, our testing has changed. And Amalia puts in, like, you know, an answer to question one, but just a general PSA, which I think is really lovely. Always be testing. ABT, that should be our motto. Our accounts are typically typically lower volume or niche, so tests run for longer. The constant shifting and the lack of visibility in search terms has affected us. Also, the rotate indefinitely not being a thing or not like it worked anyways. Ugh. And we've got Simshaw, C-M-S-H-A-H, so I'm going to call him Simshaw. Um, he replies saying, yes, now I'm testing frequently as the Google has clearly shared their motive like they are going towards automation. So we have to do testing from the purpose of keyword matches, bid strategy, locations and more. Sean Ellie replies to question um, one saying that, yes, always testing something. No, we may not be able to run the exact same um, test we used to or even necessarily measure it in the exact same way. But we have found ways to keep going. Then Julie takes us on to question two, saying, what kinds of tests are you running in search ads accounts, Google or Microsoft ads? But before we get into that, we've got Amit Cabra replying to question one, saying, kind of. Google is forcing a lot of automation on us, so it's been a little hard, especially with the testing ads because of RSA. So yes, and even to say a comment I make on um, we'll come question three, um, where I was like, yeah, RSAs is just making testing difficult. Sonica replies to question one as well, saying, yes, different automated bidding strategies, multi-match type ad groups, different competitor strategies, ad type, campaign types, DSAs. The list goes on. Ad variations have been slightly more difficult to test, but otherwise no major issues. Um, Julia Vice replies to question two as well, saying audience testing is major for us on a generic keyword like rebate, where many types are offered, which audience is most likely to generate a lead. On a generic keyword like burger, which audience is most likely to head to a drive through <laughs> Yeah, audience, audience um, um, layering on keywords, especially generic keywords, are so important. Snaptech Marketing replies to question two saying ad copy and bid strategy tests are the two we run the most often, although we often have to do it before or after due to lack of, of volume for simultaneous testing. Amalia replies, usually ad copy landing pages and bid strategy, although the latter not as often given the frequency of changes. My motto with bid strategy, if it ain't broke, don't test it. Again, given the frequency of changes, my motto with bid strategy is if it ain't broke, don't 
test it. So yeah, bid strategies, once it gathers, because um, once it gathers more data, the better it works. So as long as it keeps working, um, the more data it's gathering, it's working off the longer period of data. So with bid strategies, it's really best not to touch it once it starts really working. CM Sharp replies to question two saying um, Google Ads device wise campaigns bidding strategy manual versus automatic with same keywords and, and targeting. Um, we've got Julia Vice continue her answer to question two saying and in Microsoft it's all about audiences versus LinkedIn targeting. I love using both but in a separate ad group so I don't narrow the pool. And then we have Sean Ellie replying to question three, saying bidding strategies, ad copy, landing pages, demographics or audiences, etc. The new one I have been adding is different keyword tests, seeing how different match types work across campaigns or accounts. Robert Brady then um, gives an answer to question two, I believe, yeah, even though he doesn't mention that, Robert, naughty, naughty. Um, anyway, he goes, when viewing RSA combinations, do they only show H1 and H2 or are they really not using three headlines? Is Google admitting that hate h3 was a mistake oh actually yes yeah, so that's him just making a comment so he's actually not answering a question so my bad but that's a very good to note and it's something we've mentioned before um amalia says okay i've noticed all of my ads are displaying as h2 headlines i don't know why i write the third um i bought google and julia vice replies to that google admits nothing of course they don't julia bacini replies to question two saying lately bidding strategies wow can they tank performance or even ads being served also doing more with audiences and rsa responsive search ads um and to question two we've got um, a meet replying we mainly test bid strategies try to do as copy as best do ad copy as best as we can and landing pages and then we have Sean Ellie continue his answer to question two, saying Microsoft has been putting out new things like crazy that I would love to start testing, just waiting on the right client or budget. Although in terms of putting new things out, and this is Julie, something Julie mentions, um, yeah, Microsoft has, you know, followed suit with um, Google and um, made broad, broad match modifier and phrase uh, be as one in case um, this impacts any of people's testing. So yeah, look out for that. Um, Steve Gibson replies to question two saying mainly ad copy and landing pages, but I also layer audiences. And then we have Anastasia, Anastasia replying to um, question two, I believe, saying I'm still testing ad copy land page, landing pages and hesitant to apply responsive search ads in my account. For accounts where we still bid manually, we test audiences, demographics, um, etc. Currently, I'm trying budget bid strategy in SA360. Um, John Kagan replies to question two, saying begrudgingly smart campaigns. Um, and then Andrew Miller replies to question two, saying standard text ads and CTA tests for so call to action tests for sure, but also experiments for landing pages, URLs for um, brand terms, testing to answer which pages convert best for brand plus modifier, also testing landing pages versus on site pages for each. Um, Nava replies to question um, two, saying that she'll divide by network. So starting with Google Ads, she tests keyword campaigns keyword champion tests so picking different variants or match types two ad schedule geo targets helping budgets find their best chance at ROAS three display targets campaign for audience versus topic to see which performs better and then she continues on with um I think yeah Microsoft actually no still with Google 
Call only ads versus local service ads. Some markets um, still outperform the LSA format and I don't know until I test. Ad versus extension copy. Testing creatives in ads versus extension to see if it's needed to hook in folks. Campaign structure tests. Um, and then going on to Microsoft advertising, she goes running campaigns that leverage ad group level schedules or location targets. Two, layering in industry audiences as bid adjustments. And then three, DSAs, so dynamic search ads especially excited about the static headline i do a lot of the same test as on the google side too and then we go on to question three from julie where she asks are there tests that you'd like to be running or used to run that have become more difficult or impossible with increased automation in google ads how has your testing changed in the last year um, and then Amali replies saying that I don't test ad schedule or devices if the bid strategy is automation, learning to trust them a bit more. Um, to question two, Anna Blanken replies saying ad copy bid strategies, specifically bidding down more on manual bidding and keyword match types. And yeah, as I was saying earlier on, this is one where I chimed in because, um, yeah, I think we're, we can all relate to this in terms of tests that I'd like to be running that have become more difficult. Something I'll definitely notice that has become difficult is, um, yeah, ad copy testing. Definitely more difficult, more frustrating, especially with responsive search ads. And how does anyone efficiently know what's working in those cases, especially like with different headlines and different description lines? Um, Snaptech Marketing replies to question three as well, saying nothing has become impossible but our parameters and definition of success have had to change amazing way of, of approaching that often we've had to scrap results or ensure they're not random due to a google shift or external event amali replies to question three saying i wouldn't say we've had anything become impossible with our low volume accounts testing has always um, was always going to be difficult i will say it's definitely been tough having to stop some or throw them out due to external circumstances Sean Ellie replies to um, question three saying, I miss the days of testing ETAs without RSAs getting all of the impressions. Yep. Um, CM Shah replies to question three saying, only match types related changes has affected my test. Otherwise, the testing ability with automation has increased significantly for me. Interesting. Um, Julie replies to question three saying, per my earlier answer, ad variant testing is virtually impossible to do. You have to pause the winner to even have another ad serve more than a tiny percent of the time. Keyword testing is harder too. Google will match pretty broadly to all types. Julia Vice replies to question three saying, automation hasn't really stopped particularly particular testing for me. Honestly, the big problem is client and partners who throw a few creatives in one audience and see which one the algorithm picks and calls that testing. It's attitude more than tools. Um, and then, yeah, in response to that, Nava replies, I love how we're team pragmatism and profit, yet able to acknowledge it's human mucking up creative that causes the real headaches. A thousand percent agree with you. Julia replies, um, yeah, totes. And that's where we can shine through all these algorithm changes. Teams will still need us to organize real creative evaluation and manage the results. And then we've got Julie giving another answer to question three, saying, I shared this before in one account. We wanted to test turning off keywords of a particular theme. Did so, and Google Ads kept on serving queries for those terms to other terms. No negative option to force it either. So couldn't we? Couldn't she have added um, negative as you know, add them as negative uh, match types that you were ensuring? That's so weird of Google. Well, I say weird, just so 
profit driven of Google. And then we have Julie taking us to question four saying, what kinds of tests are you running on social ads accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Quora, etc." So yeah, I've never really been in um, doing social media stuff. So I listened to um, my other amazing colleagues on here uh, give us answers for this. Um, and so, yeah, we've got Julie, Julie first, um, Julia Vice replying to Julie, where Julie had said, um, per my answer earlier, ad variant testing is virtually impossible and keyword testing is hard harder to um julia vice replies to that saying i mean match type testing is overdue to google's matching rubric but you can still do dsas versus keyword based or rlsas on a dsa as a versus an audience there are ways to evaluate keyword searches now that match types are essentially all broad um but i'll say that again but and how she says into the different testing types you can do you can still do dsas versus keyword based or RLSAs on a DSA versus an audience. Um, yeah, and she continues, there are always ways um, to evaluate keyword searches now that match types are essentially all broad. Um, Julie replies, trust me, I am rethinking how to test the same theory. DSAs um, can also be pretty revealing as to what the pages cover or convey versus what the client thinks they cover or convey to. Um, Julia replies, um, yeah, they are wildly successful for my travel client. And just because I put an audience guardrail around it, it's completely shifted the performance of generic search which appear in the DSA and in the keyword campaign wouldn't even be considered and in the campaign and in the keyword campaign wouldn't even be considered considered even um, and then, yeah, we've got still a few answers to question three. Amit Cabra goes, it, comes, it just comes back to ad copy testing. It's becoming harder these days, which is super annoying. Um, Nava replies, this is good. Uh, this is going to sound trite, but not really. If pressed, my keyword champion tests are a tad tougher without search term data. But overall, I've shifted my management strategies to work within the new restrictions. And that's what I mean by Nava's amazingly hopeful answers. <laughs> um, Julia Vice replies to question four saying social accounts are all about audience 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 some like placement targeting at certain points but it's really about what audience is reached effectively within social um, channels Julie replies to question four as well, saying on the social networks, testing for me generally boils down to creative and audience. So many clients are still completely unprepared for the sheer volume of creative and that is needed to run ads on social platforms. Julia Vice replies to that saying, I've had so many meetings where the best practice is new creative every 14 days. People can't afford that, not for good creative anyway, so we manage. Uh, Amit replies to that saying, we've been coming into that issue as well. A lot of our clients either don't have the capacity to create that much content or what they end up producing isn't super great. Before COVID, I would just go visit the client and try to help direct them, but I can't release that now. And then we have John Kagan replying to question four, saying P, when it comes to social, it's unofficial unsanctioned tests, such as can we scrape enough negative comments to turn them into fun ads? <laughs> Interesting. And we have Snaptech Marketing replying to question four saying we aren't adjusting to Facebook shifts with iOS right now. And then we'll be looking at how to test again. Brief pause. Yeah, it sounds like that is needed for a lot of people. Um, Nava replies to question four saying, um, I tend to have a much shorter lifespan for tests, campaigns and ad sets due to the nature of the platforms. With that said, here are my tests. One, creative, testing stock versus on-brand creative. Two, lead ads, quality is suspect, but they can work. Um, three, placements, which, sub, uh, which subset of a channel does better. Four, audiences, checking quality of broad audiences against customer list 
Minimalist Ones, shout out to Just Uno Social for helping folks build those lists. And we have Amit Cabra replying to a question four going, um, yeah, mainly creative plus audiences. Amali replies to question four as well, saying um, we run mostly Facebook, um, Facebook or LinkedIn outside of Google ads and will often test creative right now with iOS changes and shifts. We're taking a pause on that testing. Um, and then we've got um, Daniel Vardy replying to question four saying, I'm really interested in running paid influencer engagements on Facebook or Instagram. Anyone tried those? Oh, I'm sure plenty of people have. Um, and then Julie takes us on to question five saying, are there tests that you'd like to be running on social platforms? Why aren't you running them? Have they become more difficult or are they just not possible or is it something else? In reply to that, Snaptech Marketing Go, of course, often lower budgets or lack of assets prevents us from running the scale of tests we'd like, but that's okay. We do what we can with what we have. Julia Vice replies, yes and no. I really like custom audience versus interest audience testing. My public sector clients can't always do that for privacy reasons. Um, Nava replies to question five saying, I'd love to be able to do more creative tests, but the logistical barrier, time to create, time to get approved, time to run can be a challenge one day all clients will magically believe in all our great work and auto approve everything <laughs> i love that um, in reply to snaptech's um, answer regarding lower budgets julie replies lower budgets are definitely much more sensitive to testing than more robust budgets are and yeah slower a lot slower to gather relevant data i'd say melissa mckee replies to question five saying lack of assets for social testing is huge and is even problematic for many of our enterprise clients john kagan replies at this point due to brand safety tests on social platforms are a lot like sticking your hand in a running snow blower to remove some blocked ice on that specific note here is what i did back in december and he shows a picture of his hand i well i believe it is his hand in bandages oh poor john um and then we've got um john daniel vardy replying to question three saying our testing this past year has been more about shifting budgets away from google ads into other channels we think it was an unhealthy balance given where google was going not necessarily with automation but with data obfuscation is that a word yes i've definitely seen obfuscation being used quite a bit <laughs> so definitely a word i feel very new word that is used a lot in ppc chat conversation um julie replies question five saying i would like to have extra budget to use to really try things out with it can be hard for clients to be okay with performance variance because you are testing but not being able to really test is ultimately more limiting also more creatives and landing page variations and we have Amalia replying to question five saying assets are our biggest barrier, lack of variety, lack of them, lack of anything but stock photos. And then in reply to SnapTech Marketing, where they again, they were talking about the lower budgets leading to um, yeah, lack of assets preventing from running um, the scale of tests they'd like. Nava replies, you mean we have to pay to get data? <laughs> All kidding aside, I do think there's not, there's going to be a reckoning as the brands that initially test invested in social turn to new channel or players. The price to test seems getting prohibitive for SMBs. Um, again, I'll write that all kidding aside. I do think there's going to be a reckoning as the brands that initially invested in social turn to new channels or players, the price to test keeps getting prohibitive for SMBs, prohibitive for SMBs. And we have Amit Cabra replying to question five, saying more creative tests would be fun, but getting to creative, the creative made and approved can be tough. 
And then we have Julie taking us to question six, which I believe the second to last answer, the second to last question even, saying, what is your absolute favorite test to run any platform? Why is it your favorite? Has platform automation changed your answer here? Um, in reply to that, uh, Melissa replies, ad copy testing is still my favorite. And as we know from the chat, automation has changed it. Um, but the insights, as she continues, she says the insights are so fascinating and often come quickly. This has always been my favorite thing and it's made way easier with Adalysis, which is um, a handle that you should probably guys should probably follow. And that's a tool that you can use. Um, in reply to that, Green Rope replies, say, any tips for ad copy testing or anything specific to look for or include James, James Verboda replies to question six saying landing page tests love seeing little and big changes that make a real impact on conversions um Mali replies um I think it, it might be just a note or just a reply to question six but I always like uh, mention it when Amalia uh, mentioned something she goes approval is the toughest part of some clients with all these options I think my one client takes three to four months to get everything for approval internally but which time by which time the test is irrelevant yeah timing amazing timing with some tests is very important Amalia then replies to question six saying I love a good bit strategy test john kagan replies and usually boring old google search get the result or data the fastest SnapTech marketing replied to, uh, to question six again saying creative is the most fun to test either images or ad copy we get to do more with ad copy but are always surprised at the insights a fresh creative test can bring julie replies question six saying post-click testing is often overlooked um, overlooked as we are also focused on getting the right clickers to then convert but the landing page is so important to this process i love testing landing page variations this is the one aspect that that automation has not yet touched and i was like julie don't jinx that <laughs> literally yeah google has not touched the landing page uh with automations but who knows they, they they can get there amalia replies to that as well saying this is it this is the end <laughs> Yeah, we get a little bit jokey with each other on this chat. So that's why you should always join. Um, and then Nava replies to question six saying, it's a tie between creative and keyword champions. But since the keyword is fading into obsolence, obsolence even, um, I'll give the nod to creative. I um, factor the following into creative test, trends data, how people search or think or speak, demographics, buyer personas. Um, and she continues, yeah, automation hasn't really changed the answer. Marketing innovation and changes in human behavior have. So yeah, innovation is still going to keep going the way it should. We should always be prepared for that. Um, and yeah, as I said, I also give an answer that mine has definitely always been ad copy messaging. A strong is a strong indicator from the consumer as to what's important to them, which is the lack of being, which is why the lack of being able to do it well is um, more frustrating. Um, Julia Vice replies to question six, saying, "I really like keywords versus DSA versus RLSA. Just give me all the formats." And in um, response to Julie's answer to question six, where Julie had said post-click testing is often overlooked as we are so focused on getting the right clickers to then convert. Um, and yeah, landing page is so important to this process. And yeah, Nava agrees to that saying a thousand percent landing pages and on-page CRO 
are crucial to CRO being conversion rate optimization. Landing pages are salespeople. If they're dropping the ball, you're wasting spend twice, wants to pay to drive the click to a bad experience. And again, in hosting or tool costs. Sean Ellie replies to question six, saying that most tests against automation, it makes it feel like I have a real foe. <laughs> Interesting there. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's a conversation there about H3, um, being able to see H3s and Amalia was like, anybody else notice that ads are often displayed with two headlines versus three, this kind of messes with a test. Now I replies, yeah, mobile almost never shows H3. Write your ads, assuming only H1 and H2 will show and all will be well. Um, and yeah, Amalia goes, I'm seeing it on desktop too. We always put the more important info in H1 and H2. And that's headline one, headline two, and have started writing CTA is CTAs in description one as well. Um, as we've seen some show with only one description. Ha! Huh. Anastasia replies, I always, um, always, always write ad copy assuming H3 will not show. The most important message or keywords are in H1, H2, and description line one. You hear that, Google? We are not using the options that we have for us because you're not showing them. Uh, anyway, that's annoying. And this is um, an interesting thread that has come up where um, Daniel Vardy, if you remember from question four, um, asked, said that he's really interested in running paid influencer engagements on Facebook, Instagram. Anyone tried those? Julia Vice replies, yep. What do you need to know? Daniel replies, LOL, everything. It's like a whole world of this, how to do it, what platforms you use, how do you charge, how much influencers get paid, performance, etc. Basically, Instagram influencer marketing. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's definitely an interesting area. Um, Julia Vice replies, um, yeah, so you need a partner. I like to choose platforms where I'm already in market. If you're advertising on Instagram, find an Instagram influencer, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, Pinterest, same approach. For KPIs, what do you want to accomplish? Choose that first before selecting a partner to work with. Brand love, ROAS, audience building, build your program on that objective. Um, for payment, that's worth getting a point of view from an agency the amount varies wildly and you don't want to be the cheapskate good influencers write direct produce and star in tiny short films daily pay the dollars that's true they're going to do that much work in actually creating the whole ad and the whole um content yeah they should be paid handsomely and then we have um, Amit replying to question six saying, I'm not sure if I know any more I loved ad copy testing but as mentioned before Google is making that harder now, just to confirm, I think I did <laughs> put question seven, uh, say question seven, but I'm going to say it again because I'm not seeing it in, right, in the right order here. Uh, so Julie then uh, gives us our last question saying, what, if any types of tests do you either not like or think are a waste of time? Why? Has platform automation changed your answer here? So I remember six was, which one do you like? Which ones do you keep doing and when has automation changed it? Now Julie's like, which ones do you not like? To um to answer question seven, Natalie Barreda replies saying it's um it's about time to come for me. Um, a PPC chat is about to come for me even. Add copy tests. Again, I think this comes from a place of privilege, but generally, as long as your copy is decent, I strongly believe there are much better places to focus your time. So yeah, so she doesn't believe that we should continue with ad copy testing. I don't know. Um, Amalia replies, I agree. If the client has the budget for other tests to be fruitful, ad copy tests work well for us 
because with lower volume, they can still bear informational fruit without costing a ton. Um, and Natalie replied, that's totally fair. Admit when I managed more SMB, copy testing was much more valuable than it is for me now, especially if you're just trying to squeeze out a bit more volume or efficiency for your dollars in market. Um, Natalie replied, also, if the advertiser doesn't have other ways to learn about their customers in real time, any testing of this sort can help other channels, which is huge. Add copy testing results in market, in almost market research as, as copy testing results in almost market research. And then a reply to question seven, um, saying that um, Nava replies saying, I get frustrated by testing for the sake of testing. If you're trying to figure out one thing awesome, testing all the things and not setting up a testing framework is a waste of time and resources. Also, tests that go on too long due to volume issues are, and she put in a sad face in there. Um, Julia Vice replies, add copy that's too, gran that's too granular, granular. So yeah, add copy that is too granular. This adjective versus that adjective, keep it simple, brand versus offer, move on, definitely. Um, Sean Ellie replies to question seven, the let's not run brand ads and see if organic catches everything test. I have to run that one a couple, that one a couple times a year. Spoiler, it doesn't run brand. <laughs> so yeah, people have done that test many a time before. Just run a brand testing, um, brand ads. Um, Amit replies that I've learned that lesson so many times, but some clients are just adamant about it. Usually the test runs for two to three weeks before they start feeling the loss. Um, and yeah, Sean replies, no matter how many times I tell them I have to run this test, their organic or brand name is so much better. But not once have I run that test and then not turned the brand back on. They start to see it eventually. Um, yeah. And I mean, replies, sometimes they just need that kick in the pants. Um, Amalia replies to, um, question seven saying, getting into the minor details in an account that is on an automated strategy is a waste as, um, but Patrick Gilbert has taught me in his delightful book, which I recommend the algorithm needs room to breathe. Micromanaging schedule and device doesn't allow that. Don't micromanage not in any shape, way or form. Snaptech Marketing replies to question seven, saying, make sure there is a plan, a hypothesis and a way to measure. Not having those makes the test um, a waste of time quickly, regardless of what you are testing. And a few more answers to um, question seven and almost pretty much mimicking what um, Nava had said. Snaptech um, Marketing go, make sure there's a plan, a hypothesis and a way to measure. Not having those makes the test a waste of time quickly, regardless of what you are testing. Um, Julie also um, echoes Nava saying that um, make sure you have a good reason and plan for your testing. Don't test to just check a box. Know why you're doing it. So yeah, another amazing advice from the experts, uh, from the expert session there again, just loads of great um, different tactics you, tactics you should think about in terms of ad copy, um, keyword testing, especially like the detailed lists give um, Nava gave um, in there. And um, yeah, just some amazing um, advice given there. So I hope you've um, taken some great, amazing takeaways from that one and made some notes down and I've full of ideas of things you want to test. I definitely have some ideas for when I uh, start my new role in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, if you still want to chat about this topic, um, come join us on uh, not clubhouse anymore we are 
um, now on Twitter spaces. So look out for that um, notice, that tweet that will go out just before it starts. We're going to be doing it on Fridays, 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Eastern, U.S. Eastern time. Um, so, yeah, join us now on Twitter spaces um, to chat more about this topic or anything else you have on your mind about um, paid search on testing. Um, for any feedback about the podcast or maybe even some corrections to anything that you that you've heard me share, do get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open with the handle The Marketing Anu or join us on LinkedIn on our LinkedIn group, PPC Chat Roundup. Um, yeah, we'd definitely love for you to join and share your thoughts. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.